Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did. I watched Cocaine Bear last night. What? <laughs> How desperate were you to find No, I've been wanting to watch Cocaine Bear. And I said, you know, it, we're all together. And the kids are looking at me and Mark's looking at me because after dinner, if they finish their homework and stuff, I'm like, let's watch something. And I have been wanting to watch Cocaine Bear. And finally, they gave in. At some point when people's limbs were being ripped off and there was blood everywhere, Mark was like, what are we watching? Maddox was looking at his phone. Ruby was in, like, wants to see Cocaine Bear. I loved it. I mean, Adam, if you suspend reality, of course, and you sort of like understand that they meant it to be gory and it's not real and it's hilarious that this bear is addicted to cocaine, you just have to suspend reality. Maybe take a gummy. I don't know. It was fun. Have you not seen it? I have not. Tim, have you seen it? Oh, my gosh. Oh, oh my gosh. yeah. I reviewed says. it at yeah. the time. And, and you know, <laughs> you take a, 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 a gummy, a, a gummy bear, right? Yeah, there you go. A gummy bear. Very good. Very good. <laughs> and, well and, yeah, I mean, it is. It, the, the fun part about it is, is that, you know, I, I complain about, about the lack of originality in, yes. in Hollywood. Yes. And yes. somebody yes. takes this story, which is, gosh, it's 25, 30 years old that this happened. Yep. And and it was a springboard, right? Okay. Yes. In in real life, a, they they found this bear that had ingested a brick of cocaine or something, and somebody oh had the wherewithal this, you know, just really think outside of the box and and really yes. come up with something funny. And you're right, it is very gory, but at the same mm-hmm. time, it's over the top, ridiculous gory. It's a bear on ridiculous. cocaine. Mm-hmm. So I'm Ridiculous. glad you find oh, yes. it was funny. Yes. Thanks, Tim. I know. And I appreciated your knowledge of it because I was like, all right, I need to know that this is going to be silly and stupid and over the top. So I always appreciate you, Tim. What we you got for us this week? like that. You know, we, we need do movies. need movies. Like yes. That. Yes. Like Sharknado yes. is the same kind of thing. Just give us exactly. some ridiculous just goofy stuff. Fun. Right. Just, I that's exactly that there, right. There, was, there were actually somebody out there saying, you know, we should have Sharknado meets Cocaine Bear. Yes. And combine oh the God. two. God. That'd Make be that happen. Make it happen. Yes. Uh, Tim, let's start with you for your, um, for your reviews today. The release of Argyle. This is a theatrical release with uh, Henry Cavill. Uh, let's take a listen. I certainly hope you dance as well as you dress. There's only one way to find out. You and I, we're not so different. Agent Argyle. Little help? Hold on. The book is phenomenal, sweetie, but... What happens next? It's called a cliffhanger, mother. Ellie, it's called a cop-out. All right, that's Argyle. Did I say his name right? Henry Cavill? Cavill? It is Cavill. Cavill. It is Henry Cavill. Cavill. This is the easy way to remember it. Cavill rhymes with travel. Mm. Oh, I learned that a long time ago. And, yeah, you know, it's not a Henry Cavill movie 
and John Cena's and it's not, you know, they're not the stars. John I mean, Cena. the trailers might make you think that they are, but it's really Bryce Dallas Howard and uh, mm-hmm. Sam Rockwell. Bryce uh, plays this best-selling author of these espionage novels. Uh, there's a the super spy in him called mm-hmm. Argyle, and the way she envisions him in the book, he looks like Henry Cavill. But mm. uh, people love these books because they're so spot on that they wonder, are you a spy yourself? I mean, the writing seems to predict the events between the good guys and the bad guys. Well, one of her fans is a real-life super spy, Aiden Wilde, played by Sam Rock- Rockwell. And he turns up to say, you know what, uh, there's an international crime syndicate that wants you dead because they're afraid that you're going to end up giving up their information, and they're going to be, you know, caught by the authorities. So all of a sudden, she's swept up in this global mission with this real-life spy where there are several twists and turns that play play out. Yeah. So it, yeah. it, it's really interesting in that basically she realizes this Aiden Wilde is the real-life version of Henry, Henry Cavill's character, uh, Argyle. So she's watching... Sam Rockwell, you know, go through the motions, but in her mind, she's imagining Henry Cavill's character doing it. <laughs> you know, so it's really inventive filmmaking, um, and it's got this all-star cast. I mean, everybody is in this thing. I mentioned John Cena, Henry Cavill, uh, you know, Bryce and Sam and Samuel L. Jackson and Brian Cranston and Catherine O'Hara. I mean, wow. it is so much fun. The star power really gives the film its own identity, Although it feels like Romancing the Stone in a way. It feels like The Lost City with Sandra Bullock that came out in the last year or so. It feels like The Manchurian Candidate. It feels like the Amazon Prime series Citadel in some sort of ways, uh, like James Bond. So uh, the director is Matthew Vaughn, and he has an incredible handle on filmmaking. He did these movies called The Kingsman, The Secret Service. Uh, so he has a great handle on filmmaking, and it is just really one entertaining movie. Uh, can I just say something? Like, because John Cena is in this, and I find John Cena to be very, uh, very good when he acts. And right. I guess I shouldn't Love. be surprised mm-hmm. because pro wrestlers—I mean, they're acting and they're performing. It's an extension of that. But yes, exactly. He's in the latest in a long line. I mean, like The Rock, obviously, John Cena, uh, Dave Bautista. All these guys yeah. are really good actors. They really are, and 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 Dave Bautista, by the way, ran a gym in in Plymouth at one point. I oh. interviewed him a, oh. a while ago. I have no idea. Yeah, so his yeah. yeah his path led through Minnesota, and uh, but yes, I mean you know people say well it, it, professional wrestling is fake. No, no, they go through the motions, but yes, they add that dramatic flair to it. And uh, I am so impressed by John Cena. I mean, yeah. and he's terrific in this. Mm-hmm. But again, it's, mm-hmm. this is just fair warning. It's not a John Cena movie. It's not a Henry Cavill movie. They're in it quite a bit. But they balance it out with all these other terrific performers, too. I, will, I have to note one thing. There is a dance scene slash shootout scene in this movie, one of the craziest scenes I've ever witnessed. And it is insanely entertaining. I mean, this is really creative and fun stuff. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app.
We'll check so this out. is worth going to the theater for. Oh yeah, yeah, because okay. you know it's a it's a global. You know they they hop from country to country, and mm-hmm. the action is big. You got the vistas and all that sort of stuff. So yeah, it is definitely a big screen movie. Let's turn right. to uh, your Netflix pick, your streaming pick on Netflix. I've seen uh, this at the top of my queue, uh, asking mm-hmm. me to watch, and I might have to. It's Griselda with Sofia Vergara. For the last three years, Griselda Blanco has owned Miami, distributing cocaine. Ms. Blanco's operation has been efficient, deadly, and incredibly successful. Let's get to work. Oh, boy. So uh, we oh think boy. of Sofia Vergara. We think of the modern family and comedy. Yeah. This is a much yeah. different, sounds like. <laughs> yeah, I'm really glad she went down this road because, you know, she could have got typecast into the Gloria sort of roles from Modern Family. And she was terrific at that, don't get me wrong. So, but being on that show for so long obviously gave her a lot of clout to get something like this made. She produces this miniseries. It's six episodes on Netflix where she plays uh, Griselda Blanco, uh, Mm -hmm. a drug lord, a a real-life drug lord from the 1970s and 80s um, who, you know, had very humble beginnings. She flees Cuba with uh, a, a brick of cocaine because of something, some nefarious stuff that her husband did. She brought her three sons there. She thought, okay, this cocaine, if I get rid of it, this will just give me enough for a new life. But then she gets a taste of of the, the money that she can make from it. And mm. then before too long, she, she gets the power and a thirst for power. In a way, I was kind of looking at this movie as a Walter White sort of thing, mm. right? Yeah. Because, you know, he starts in that place, a very... Uh, a, a place of survival, and then all of a sudden he he turns into a monster, and that's somewhat the same story uh, with with Griselda Blanco. Okay, so is it? I mean, is it super gory? Because I don't like want to see a you million know, people getting killed I, every know, episode. I, I've been asked that. You know, it's like it's it's um it, it, so far no. I mean, and I've only seen three episodes, but you got to believe the more power, the more. The more people are going to uh, drop dead. <laughs> and and <laughs> yeah, in, in okay. what ways they drop dead, I don't know. I would imagine so, but nothing near to like, this is this sort of, to me, re- reminds me of Scarface as well in yeah. the remake with Al Pacino mm. and Antonio Montana in in Miami, much in the way that this, this story is set in Miami. That was very gory. Uh, so far, no. But it, okay, it, good. it's really, we'll try really it. fascinating. Mm-hmm. And you got to love watching Sophia do this completely oh, yeah. different role. Uh, does she pull it off? Because, you know, it's oh. difficult when you see somebody, you know, who's been a comedy actor for so mm-hmm. long. It's difficult for some people to make that l- jump. I had uh, my oldest daughter and oldest uh, youngest son walked into the room and they said, who's that? Oh, oh my God, wow, that's Sofia great. Vergara. Mm-hmm. She really mm-hmm. just transforms into this character and, you know, re- resembles slightly the Sophia we know from Modern Family, but no, mm-hmm. no, she it, it's she's got to be nominated for an Emmy. I mean, I can say that already. It's a year from now before we get mm-hmm. the Emmys again. But she is that terrific. This is this is a, a transformative role for her. She's going to be doing a lot of drama after this. Before we let you go, David said to me he has a new Billy Joel song. I said, wait, there's a new Billy Joel song? I don't. 
Oh, and he's playing it for us now. Been here before, pacing these halls, trying to talk over the silence. And pride sticks out his tongue, laughs at the portrait that we become, stuck in a frame. I already love it. I already love it. It really is spectacular. And this, it's been 17 years since he's released an original song. Hasn't done an album for over 30. I have to say, I love this song because I grew up with Billy Joel. Uh, Billy Joel was like the Beatles to me, right? Yep. Um, that it, it, it was like a cultural holiday yesterday when this thing, or on Wednesday, no, the first, it was yesterday that this was released. And uh, are, you, are you both Billy fans? Because I found out that huge, Dave is a huge Billy huge. Joel fan. I am. I'm like, I, uh, I come from a strange point of view here. I do love Billy Joel, but I, I think his songs are either great or terrible. <laughs> it's a very, really? yes, there's like. But, he, he, but you also don't like Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer. I, know, so, I mean, I kind of get that about yeah, you. I'm so. a Kermai, yes, and Adam I'm, hates America. So. Yes. <laughs> I will say this, though. Listening to that, his voice hasn't changed at all. No, he's 75. sounds amazing. This could have yeah, been he, like from an album in the 70s. It sounds exactly the same as his voice did on The Stranger or any other album. Yeah, exactly. And and I will say that this song, I I think it belongs in that group of, of, of his great hits. You know, he did some good stuff in the mid-80s and the late 80s, and there's certainly songs from The Bridge and from, uh, you know, River of Dreams and all those albums that came out. But, you know... It, it was so fun for me to. I got such of a personal history with this guy. In uh, 1986, my best friend Brian and I got front row tickets to his show at the St. Paul Civic Center. Uh, I gave him a pair of sunglasses that he wore during the show. I, uh, there was a note attached. He wrote me a thank you letter what? after that. Oh, no. I'll, I'll take a picture of all this stuff and show you guys at some point, because it is pretty amazing. Then in 1989, he was on uh, uh, in Minneapolis promoting his Stormfront album, and then I met him and got a picture with him, too. And, you know, both of us don't look anything like we did back in 1989. So, uh, But, yeah, it, it, it's been an amazing history, uh, personal history with this guy. He is one of my absolute all-time favorites. So, so to get a song like this, and oh something as classic-sounding as this, it's a dream come true. I'm a huge fan, too, so I can't wait to listen to the whole album. And thank you for sharing those stories, Tim. Yeah, cool story. Yeah, it's like I'm Forrest Gump plugged into these very strange situations. This was long before I did entertainment reporting and stuff, too, so yeah, pretty crazy. I, I totally get it. That was awesome. Tim, we're out of time, but thank you so much for joining us and for sharing. Have an awesome right, weekend. Have a great weekend. See you, Tim. Have a good you weekend. Too. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. 